welcome to the 82nd episode of the Crack Die Podcast. Hooray! Hey, remember when we used to do this thing where like every combat lasted four episodes? (laughs) (laughs) We're not doing that anymore. Yeah, right? Let's hope so. Oh, boy. (laughs) This was an easy one, too. Um, What? (laughs) Damn it. (sighs) All right. Well, when we last left, we were still in the... Wainwright shops. One of the members of the Scarlet Triad had left to rethink their life thanks to Knife Sword. Another one had... I'm an excellent counselor. Yes. Uh, Another one had surrendered to Brianna after slicing open Vusker, the owner of the Wainwright shop. Knife Sword has stabilized him. Mm Mm-hmm. And the leader, who you guys haven't found out his name, started to run away. Soraya then blinded and froze him to slow him down. And Twin Talon thinks he knows where he is, but the way he's been rolling and swinging hasn't been able to find him. Mm-hmm. It is now Soraya's turn, and she was thinking, I have a bag of chalk. If I throw it, will it work a la Glitter Dust? And my thought is, kind of. Yeah, I don't expect it to, like, immediately reveal him in his, you know, fullness, but... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Nerds. So go ahead and see if you can target him. Oh, do I have to do the flat 11 check? Flat 11. Oh, I was just going to target the space right in front of me because he bumped into me. Damn it! That's a five. Oh, boy. Would you like to hero point that? I think I have two, so yes, I would. I would like to... That's a 19! Hey. You hit him, and you see a cloud of dust appear. All right. As it starts to float and settle around. So... I will say you now have to make a DC 5 flat check to hit him. Okay. Do we want to try and take him hostage with his little surrendered buddy? I mean, if we could take him hostage, great. If not, I I don't feel any big loss about it. I'm sure he's got a journal on there where he's detailed all of his plans. Yep, yep. The less people we kill, the better. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Would this count as a second attack? This would. Cool. Uh, I'm going to make my check to try and hit him. DC 5. I got a fucking four. Oh. <laughs> You're kidding. Uh, I'll try once more for the third action. Okay. That's a nine. Okay, and let's uh, see if I can actually hit him, hit him. Will a 27 beat his AC? Yes. Cool. Nice. I'm punching him. Um, I'm attacking him with my hand wraps. Okay. Because uh, nice. weird, weirdly, alchemists are proficient in unarmed striking. Uh, so six damage to him. All right. She hit him in melee? She did. Then I would like to use my reaction to hit him in melee. <laughs> nice. DC 5 flat check. It's a 5, Matt. DC 5. Thank you. So 3 it is. Here we go. <laughs> 1! <laughs> Got a fucking 1! Oh my god. New episode. Yeah, hero <laughs> point it is. Here we go. <sighs> 12. Okay. Finally. Okay. I had just given you a hero point, too. <laughs> yeah, well, so Holy much for shit. that. <laughs> that is a 28 versus his flat-footed AC. That will hit. Okay. 
Uh, so he takes a total of 20 damage. Damn. Okay. And I am going to... So what kind of penalty does the frost thing put on his speed? How is it... 10 feet, just... minus 10 But I think it's... It, it would it be... typed? What do you mean? Oh, I think it's I think it's done now. I'm pretty sure that only lasts until my next turn. Okay. So then I'm going to debilitate him so he takes a negative 10-foot status penalty into his speed until the end of my next turn. So he's still slowed. Or, yeah. What is it? What is that? What is it called? Sorry. It's debilitating strike. The target takes... I'm, I'm, I can choose either to make him enfeebled or to give him a 10-foot status penalty to his speed. So I've give, chosen to give him a 10-foot status penalty to his speed. Okay. There we go. Brianna, it is now your turn. How badly hurt is the, um... How badly hurt is Rufus Rainwright? Uh, I'd <laughs> say if they had ten hit points, mm-hmm. they lost half of them. Alright, I will battlefield medicine. Wow. So, he would have taken fifteen damage, which is more than he has hit points. He would have been dead and or dying. Yes. Or both. It could time. be. Yeah, I was once. Yes. Schrodinger's death. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it's a flat 20, if I remember correctly, right? Well, well, you can you can choose. Either 15 or 20. 15 will give you 2d8. 20 gives you 4d8, I believe. Uh, let's just do 15, since he's... <laughs> Fuck me. Well, it's not a flat check. You rolled a, you rolled a 2, but you still get your, your healing bonus, your medicine bonus. 14 in medicine is 16, so you do 2d8 points of healing. Let's do that. All nice. right. <laughs> blood just shoots out of his eyeballs. <laughs> 15 points of healing. <laughs> and he is... He sits up like you just put a spike of adrenaline into his chest. <laughs> because you just put a spike of adrenaline into his chest. <laughs> he looks like he's ready to run a marathon. <laughs> She will then have her scimitar and look between knife sword and the person. Be like, keep watch on her. I will go see if I can help in the other room. All right. 10, 15, 20. What do I see? You see a chalk cloud just floating in the air. And Twin Talon and Soraya are trying to hit something. And blood kind of appearing out of nowhere. Where? Uh, directly in front of Twin Talon. Okay. 5, 10, 15, 20. And that's my turn, I guess. I just uh, move halfway into the room as slowly as humanly possible <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to see if I can help. Yeah, I'm lumbering over. Knife sword. I'm going to look at the scarlet triad sneak and I'm going to be, you'll be on your best behavior. You know I am the evil sorcerer. Feet out the tub. <laughs> and I'm gonna roll a deception check. All right. Twenty-five. You see the Scarlet Triad members shrink back into their square, frightened of you. Excellent. And then I'm gonna like uh, move over towards the hurt guy and see if there's anything I can do to help him. Uh, he looks healthy now. You see the knife slash that was there has like healed up. Has a smiling serenity band-aid on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she has a thumbs up. Yeah, little, it's like uh, Buddy Jesus, but it's serenity. Yeah, Buddy Grace. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just had a technical question. Um, with the hero points, 
If it's a willpower save that you're rolling and you make it, can we make you re-roll? By the books, no. Okay. Some cool GMs let you do that, but uh, that's not how the rules are written. Ouch. Oh, okay. Yeah, rules is written no, but I'm taking it under advisement. Hmm. Maybe by book four. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay. It is now my turn. Five. Open the door for second action. What do caltrops do? <laughs> cause ouchies on your feet. They, they do yeah. cause ouchies on Footsie your feet. You can burn them for fuel, though. Oh, not, never mind. Not <laughs> cow plops. Not I thought you said cow trop. Cow drops. Sorry, never mind. No, no. <laughs> the first creature that moves into the square must succeed at a DC 14 acrobatics check or take 1d4 piercing and 1 persistent bleed. A creature taking persistent bleed from Caltrops takes a minus 5 foot penalty to speed. Okay, so if I don't have acrobatics, it's a straight up d20, right? Uh, I, I guess so. Yeah. And it's the first creature that moves into it, too, so we see them clearing as he walks yeah. through them. Yeah. And he starts leaving a little blood trail, I assume. Yes. Then he takes another step into the next square, and he tries to take another, but he fails the second roll. So give me 1d4 piercing damage, please. And does he take his poison persistent at the beginning or the end of his turn? When does he take that? Beginning of his turn. You take the persistent at the beginning, and then you try and save at the end. I'm just going to roll 3d4 then. Uh, That's seven altogether between the caltrops and the poison. He's also uh, bleeding his uh, one persistent bleed. Right. You see, suddenly, as if appearing out of nowhere, a man lying on the ground with the shards in his feet, blood pouring out of him. Oh, I was really hoping that would work. (laughs) (laughs) And combat is over. So, uh, Twin Talon would like to move next to him and see if he can stabilize him before he dies. Uh, sure. He's technically at dying one right now. Alright, so I'm going to roll a medicine check, and we're going to see how it goes, and we can... If I roll a natural one, we'll know that's probably not working out. Oh, did I roll a 16 for 28? Where have those yeah. been the entire combat? Right? You you managed to stabilize him. Oh, now that we're out of combat, um, those caltrops will only last about a minute. So, no, okay. they just dissolve again. And uh, Twintalon's going to hogtie him, including uh, putting a okay. gag in his mouth since he's a spellcaster and can't be too careful. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, break his hands. No. I mean, we can frisk him and make sure he doesn't have any like, uh, oh yeah, material components too. Components. Yeah, definitely take take. Right. We shake him down, turn him upside down until everything falls out of his pockets. Uh, I'm going to yell in the other room. Uh, anybody got any rope? I would hate to have to melt this person into a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lumbering back over. She'll hand him some rope, pat him on the head, and then go about doing some healing while questioning is being done. All right. So uh, let's start with this. Let's start with what you get off of his body. You find the following items. Find a Bloodseeker beak, which is affixed to his rapier. You find a very nice-looking mace, average manacles marked with the symbol of the Scarlet Triad, a spell book, infiltrator's 
thieves tools and the keys to the manacle okay i'm going to manacle his right arm to his left leg behind him his left ankle okay. and make sure his spellbook is not on him and basically relieve him of all of his things all right infiltrators uh, we should probably pat down the other two as well that are that we've yeah i'll take a look got. at the the one that's in this room all right there you find a couple of daggers on their body find a blood seeker beak you also find some average manacles oh, wow the manacles are also marked with the symbol of scarlet triad and you notice that they have very nice rapiers and regular thieves tools so the infiltrator thieves tools give a plus one item bonus to pick locks and disable device nice so i will probably swap those out for my normal thieves tools can I have your normal thieves tools? Sure. I mean, these two have them as well. But if you want to set us thieves tools, you're very welcome to them. Thank you. All right. That's all they have. Um, are any of the daggers made of any interesting materials? Nope. Hmm. Less interested. <laughs> Just regular. They each have three daggers. I'm going to um, recover my dagger, speaking of daggers. Okay. Do you want more? <laughs> They're probably short swords for you, but... No, my dagger is silver plus ah. one and something else, so... <laughs> fancy. Yeah. So fancy. Uh, and I'm assuming you're going to use the manacles that you found to manacle them? Yeah, probably. Seems only fair. All right. I am hopefully healing the wounded. I'll start with Twin Talon. Um, I'm doing the DC 21. I rolled and got a 27. Nice. So it's 2d8 plus... I've already forgotten. I think it's just 2d8, but I could be wrong. At, at a 20? I'm sorry, it's 2d8 plus 10. 2d8 plus 10. How's 19 for you? Uh, it's certainly better than where I was. Sadea, how are you feeling? Uh, oh. be- better than better than most, I'm, I'm sure. Do you need healing? Uh, marginally. Okay. Twintalon, how bad is it still? Uh, not great. I mean, if you did that again, I still might not be halfway okay. She will keep fixing him up until he's full, I guess. Yeah, I'm only down 12 hit points, so like not that big a deal. Okay. Yeah, so after you just healed me for 19, I have 44 mm-hmm. of 107. So, yeah, I was I was pretty pretty far down, so I'm happy to get some more. Okay. Yeah, I was drinking a lot of elixirs and potions, or I'd yeah. be worse. So I should keep rolling. Maybe just one more time. We don't want to spend too much time in this guy's house. Okay. I mean, I'll go talk to him when she's doing it for the second time. I mean, he's here in the room with us, yeah? Yeah. <gasps> so just so everybody knows, that was a critical success on the second one, so it's times two. So it's 4d8. Plus 20. Plus 10. Or plus 10? So you see Vusker has kind of come to, or is actually very healthy at this point. And he he looks at you and says, oh, th- Thank you so, so much. Yes, we were trying to establish if there was a way we could um, prevent all of this, but it did not, did not seem very much so. Are you all right? Do you have any other family members here? Uh, no, it's just me. What did these people want with you? I think it was just a a way for me, for them to get to you. Uh, They figured that if they took someone hostage, that you, being the heroes of the town, would come and try and save me. And, well, 
I guess they weren't wrong. Sorry that you ended up getting all mixed up in all of this. It's not not fair to you. Um, oh, um, my husband is going to be so mad. He's going to threaten to clo- make me close the shop, but then how will I provide for our six kids? Huh. What is happening? Huh. But what he doesn't know is that you were helping us in a sting operation. And that you were safe the entire time. Um, yes, exactly. He comes back from behind the counter with uh, a small pouch of silver. Please take take this. No, no. Um, oh, no, no, no. Um, I think your lathe may be compromised. We might actually end up giving you some recompense for that instead. Oh, I had just made that too. Oh, I pre- appreciate it. Um, I... I did just buy this, uh, but uh, I, I don't know if there's anything else I can do for you. If you need anything, a cart or wheels or a cart and wheels, please, I'll be more than happy to make it for you. I owe you my life. Do many people come to you for a cart without wheels? Well, some have the wheels and, like, just need the cart or need their cart fixed. Can you affix wheels to a backpack? Don't you dare. <laughs> um, I, I've i never tried. I'm sure I could. I mean, I only need another six, seven feet on the end. Why would wheels help with... Uh... Um, well... Actually, I'm... you know what? This is an excellent idea. I fix wheels to it and then a little handle. <laughs> and I'll pull him around <laughs> since he's getting so heavy. He, he looks very, very confused. I'm sorry. Oh, never mind. Um, I'll have to come up with something else. It's it's okay. Just keep your silver. What is there anything else you can tell us? Anyone else that was here with them, or has it just been these four? It was just the th- the four of them. Um, they were whispering something about selling me, or oh. uh, perhaps I could be used as a as a worker somewhere else. Oh. Um, Mining yellow rocks? They had me doing that for a while. No, they said something about a smokehouse. The smokehouse? Did they say where that would be? Um, not, not really. Um, I, I, I don't know very much. Uh, they came in, uh, overwhelmed me very quickly, tied me up, and then were threatening to kill me. Well, you are safe now. Yeah, I'm sorry this happened to you. I it's unfortunate that our presence in town has on this kind of attention to to you uh, as opposed to us. But uh, hopefully future people who might try this will not be so stupid. Indeed. He says it'll like, kick the bottom of the, the guy's, the unconscious guy's foot. Well, as you kick him, he, he becomes conscious because you've stabilized him. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Except we already have. What? <laughs> Am I, he's not, like, close to death, is he? Yes. Like ha- He's at one hit point. Oh, never mind. I was going to shock him with electric arc just to shut him up. <laughs> oh, my God. Does he have any shiny things on him? No, you guys have kind of taken all of his shiny things. Oh, okay. I'm taking his jacket. Okay. <laughs> That'll be the owner of here. Looks at you and says um i'm going to go home but if you need to use this place to get more information 
please, it's feel free. Um, just put out the hearth when you leave. Wait, wait, wait. And he, come here, come here. Uh huh. Come here, come here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna. He walks over toward. I'm just gonna give him a hug. It'll be okay. You're good. You're good. Whatever you swipe from him. Go home, relax. You're okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Th- th- thank you. And he he leaves. I was probably just uh, hugging his calf, him. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he leaves you guys in the shop alone with the two captured members. I was going to ask or to do a perception check on that hug to see if... Uh, Knife sword swiped something from him. <laughs> <laughs> not this time. But I guess not. <laughs> I am good at heart. Jeez. <laughs> that is debatable, my friend. <laughs> Look, it says it on his sheet. His alignment says. <laughs> uh, I'll also have you know I advanced the clock six rounds. So it is now 5.07 and 12 seconds in the morning. Because <laughs> that whole fight took 12 seconds. Brown, look at those doors. The double doors over there. What? Where the people Where? came from. Are they moving? And I'm going to jump in the backpack. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, like... You are lucky. You're way shorter than she is. You have to, like, climb up her and, like, flop in the backpack. I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just see it as this thing where he thinks he's being stealthy and Brianna is just humoring him. Yeah, I think you're probably right. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Like he's a child and you're just like, okay, I don't see you hiding. I don't know where you could be. Oh, no. Let's play hide and seek for eight more hours. I'm going to take a nap. By the way, there's yep. some black smoke coming out of your backpack. Oh, no. <laughs> Clang. Why? Clang. A, a pipe is going to like protrude through the top. <laughs> then his periscope, I'm sure. No, no, that's his chimney. No, the smoke is coming out of the pipe. Oh no. Uh okay, so you have these two two captured people. One is very groggy. One just woke up. One looks like they're fairly healthy. They were just outnumbered. So, uh Twin Talon will look at the Scarlet Triad sneak who is not gagged. So, What's your deal? What? Why are you? What are you doing here? This is a job. I'm here to make money. You're here to make money doing what? Whatever he says. And she gestures to the guy on the ground. You you work for the Scarlet Triad? I work for a merchantile consortium. Okay, let's just pretend for a minute that you aren't trying the worst, most obvious lie. <laughs> Do you work for the Scarlet Triad? Yes, I work for the Scarlet Triad Merchant Consortium. Okay, this can be very cordial. And you were just here with this man doing whatever he told you? Yes, he is my boss. Okay, alright. And I guess Twin Talon will kind of look at the others to kind of shrug to see if they have anything else they want to ask her. Do we want to pull her close to the fire and see when she starts to warm up if there's any more information she'd like to offer? Well, I th- I think the better person to be speaking to would be this uh, boss, as she was being hired to do whatever he said, no? Yeah. I don't know that she's going to get us that much more information. Oh, where is this Where is this smokehouse that you were talking about? In my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that! <laughs> <laughs> Cypress Point. 
Do we know where that is? Uh, it does not sound familiar. Twin Town will kind of just shrug and be like, uh, where's that? It's quite a ways away. It took us a long time to reach here. I'm sure you're quite accustomed to being professionally unhelpful, but we don't want to make this hard. How much was your contract? Uh, it was a lo- ongoing contract for three gold a day. For how long? Until the mission was complete. So if we say the mission's complete today, how much would you need? 36 gold. Do we have that? We're not We're not paying her 26 gold. No, we're going to pay her 35 gold. What? Why? We're buying out her contract. Again, why? It's under home. One less enemy. Or we can simply wait and give her to the authorities of Breach Hill. Nah, that won't do anything. Why would you do that? Wait on... If we if we pay her and she works for us, maybe we can hire her later. I, I don't have spoons for this conversation right now. I'm going to kill myself while you all <laughs> discourse. I'm just saying. See, the problem with hiring people who don't care about anything other than money is that anyone can just give them more money. Well, we're giving them more money. Right. You know, we're just going to start a bidding war at that point, and I'd rather not. Right, we'll bankrupt them. Or us. Nah! I think think there are some fundamental ideological differences between our group and hers, or her in general, and uh, hiring is is not on the the table. All right, let me ask her a question. He says from the backpack. You, lady, would you just murder a person randomly for no reason? Is there a bounty on their head? No. Am I getting paid for it? Nope. Eh, probably not. Mm. If I had a few drinks, maybe, mm. but probably not. Ideological differences. And if, say, the town guard just hired you all the time and paid you sufficiently, would you just work for them? Uh, yes, but my going price is not cheap. Right, I, I think this person makes more money than the town guard is going to be willing to pay them. Mm. I think this person makes more money in a day than most of the town guard does in a year. Indeed. I'm just saying, we don't have to be draconian in how we treat her. I don't know if there's anything draconian in simply having the <laughs> the proper authorities handle her. Yeah, but what are they going to do with her? I don't know. This is her their jurisdiction. If you're in jail, I'm possibly saying, a draconian would be cutting off her hands for trying to harm people. We're not doing that. What is the town going to do with her if they've got her? They're going to, what, throw her in jail? Okay. And then what? And then she will be there in jail. Till when? Till they say she's not in jail anymore. Uh, I think she's more useful to us outside of jail. Look, if... I, I saw, I'm sorry, I don't mean to talk about you like you're not here, but y- you do seem like a person who doesn't care about much other than money. Uh, me or her? Her. You're not wrong. Because <laughs> I don't really care about money. <laughs> we know. Money does make uh, Galarian go round. Galeri go around, Galeri go around. Money makes the go around. I'm just saying, is money the only thing you fight for? Yes. Why? <laughs> we live in a capitalist society. Do we? Eh, sometimes. Mm. My job is very fluid and I am able to come and go as I please. My skills make me well paid. Uh, my question though is, would you rather fight for somebody who respected you and cared about whether you lived or died and paid you money, or someone who just paid you money and didn't give a shit about you. 
Well, it's paying me more. See? So it's it's totally about more money. Yes. Even if the person didn't care if you lived or died. Yes. But if the other person paid you a little less, but if you got into trouble would come help you, that wouldn't be worth anything? Yeah, no. So you're just total money value. You're not taking a value in the fact of having a backup plan. Uh, my backup plan requires money. Therefore, the more money, right. the sooner I no longer have to do this. But I'm talking about a sunk cost. Okay, hold, hold on. You said you're you're working toward a goal? Yes. What is that? What does everyone want? I'll find a nice little guild and join there and work. And if I don't have to work anymore, then who knows? Maybe find a nice place to live. Settle down. Well, what is the price of settling down? I want a very nice house. I want... A couple of carts and horses. Yeah, but what does that mean? It means I need to be comfortable. I'm going to look at, we don't know his name yet. <laughs> How much would it cost for you to never trouble us again? Yeah, let me go and I we call it even. Well, I leave it to you guys. I'm the new guy. I'm going back to sleep. I'm going to take the gag out of this one's mouth now, yes? Okay. So I will. And just because I, I keep seeing it and it's hilarious. What is your name, sir? Huberk. Ah, I pop back out again. That one needs to go to jail. All right, Huberk. And why were you here to try and kill us? Uh, yes. Um, well, your little group here, which there used to be more of, I've heard, uh, have really thrown a wrench into some plans by getting the Eye of Dara or finding this Elsetta's ring or whatever Vaz was looking into. With it, we feel that we could be more efficient in our jobs. Those are? Ah. See, that's the thing now. I have information you want and I don't really feel like giving it to you for free. I roll him uncomfortably close to the hearth. Okay. Um... Give me an intimidation. Okay. I'm also leaving him there to get warmer and <laughs> get uncomfortable. Um, I'm saying that you're trying to coerce him. Okay. Would that be intimidation or diplomacy if I'm coercing? Intimidation. I'm really bad at that. Does somebody want to help me? So if you don't, if you want to use diplomacy, you can try a different tactic. All right. I'll just lean down real quick. I'll just get close to him. Well, we can either talk now, or we can have you rot in jail for the rest of your life, sure, why not? But I think you'll find it's in your best interest to speak with us like you had attended to originally. Alright, give me a make an impression. That's diplomacy versus his will, DC. Ugh, 19. That is not enough. I guess jail will be better than dealing with someone in the likes of you. You know you're not going to make it to jail, right? How so? You're a person who works for a consortium who has information that they don't want other people knowing, and you know it. So if I know anything about secret cabal-type organizations, it's much less risky to just hire someone to kill you than it is to risk maybe you spilling your guts, maybe you don't. Oh, I'm right here. No, I was gonna say, it might even be her. <laughs> and then Twitel will just like silently point at her, like without looking at her, he's just gonna point out to the side. 
someone who doesn't care about anything but money. Uh, there's also one of these people who wandered off. Uh, they might be back. So, look, there was a time when I would have threatened to dismember you piece by piece until you told us what we wanted to know. And then the reward would be the end of your suffering. But that time is behind me now. What I will say is that there are people who are not as enlightened as myself who would have no problem killing you rather than risking you spilling the information to someone else. I'm right here. Please stop speaking to, about me like I'm not here. <laughs> uh, I apologize. So your options, as I see them, and I'm sure you think you have others, but in reality, you can talk to us. Maybe you don't have to end up somewhere where you're so easily murdered. Or you keep the information to yourself and you take your chances while handcuffed that someone like her who's going to the same prison that you're going to, doesn't receive any kind of communique or any money or doesn't have any standing orders, possibly before they left wherever it was you guys came from, to kill you while you are unable to defend yourself. All right, give me a diplomacy check. I'm actually very bad at it. I should have done that part. He should have done the intimidation. <laughs> Could I make an intimidation? Sure, absolutely. Okay, okay. I feel like it's close enough on that line. 32, which is a natural 20 for those not able to see the bright green number. Again, where were these dice when I was fighting this guy? Anyway. Uh, well, um, you see him kind of like swallow hard. You make a good point. Yeah, I do work. We, we, we both. He gestures, well, kind of like moves his head towards the other person. Work for uh, a mercantile consortium called the Scarlet Triad. Um, however, they dabble in other things. I've been, we've been instructed to come here on a personal mission from one of our leaders. Uh, a, a fierce knoll named Laszlo. Laszlo the Knoll. Laszlun. L A S. L-U-N-N. That's all we really know. I'm going to pop my head out again. Did you say Laslam? Yes. Oh, he's going to die. I have more than enough evidence against him. Back inside. Sama, do you know? I'm going to roll deception. Going to poke my head in. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! I hate him! He's the the epitome Uh, of all evil. Uh, once I got the information about the Ayudara over here, I was supposed to meet Laslun at a shipping shipping company called Sunset Imports in Kintargo. That's that's all I uh, that's all I know. So you're just supposed to meet this guy at this place when you what? Uh, when I retrieved the notes that the late Vaz was gathering for us. The late Vaz? No, I I mean, we know you killed her. No, we... You did we, say it didn't end well for her. No. Oh, no, we, uh, we turned her into the guard. We started off by going to visit her, and they said she was not there. They found her dead. Oh. No, we said we turned her in for sentencing. Yeah, it wasn't us. Oh. Interesting. 
So once you got Vaz's notes, you were going back to meet with Laslan at this place. Yes. So I gotta ask, the Scarlet Triad, what's their deal, man? They're they're funding assassins guilds in one place, they're propping up cults somewhere else. There seems to be a lot of slavery happening as well. Like what's what's the goal? Um well, you uh, he looks at the the sneak who seems to be trying to like scoot closer to him. <laughs> We've come upon some more difficult times and uh slavery has started to be a booming underground business so we we um have been working as slavers yes any idea why it's called the Sky- scarlet triad yes it's a combination of three companies that merged into one there was uh, a mercantile guild in Katapesh that merged with a fleet of traders who ran a route between Katapesh and Cheliax. Cheliax, up until recently, was very keen on our slave trade. And then a dwarven trade org- organization who maintained relations between the Five Kings Mountains and Katapesh. So the triad was formed out of those three groups. Becoming one large consortium. Okay. And if we wanted to find this Scarlet Triad, where would we where would we locate them? Um, I I report directly to Laslin. Laslin then gets orders from higher up. I'm not quite sure. Uh, like I said, Sunset Imports in Contargo was where I was supposed to meet Laslin. Um, I also know that Laslin is is interested in learning more about the ring and has recently set up extensive operations in the nation of Ravnal but I don't have any more information other than that Ravnal do what do I know do I know anything about Ravnal R A V O U N E L I'm just making sure I'm saying it right probably Ra- Ravnal because you know me I don't know R A V O U N Ravnal do I know anything about that country? Give me recall knowledge. Society? Society, yes, that would work. 18. Okay. Ravnul is a burgeoning confederation located in the southwestern Avistan, formed by the northernmost Archduchy of Cheliax, the Archduchy of Ravnul. It seceded and became an independent country. In 4717 AR. It speaks Taldane. The capital is Kintargo. Oh, okay. That's where Kintargo is. Okay. Got it. Well, not everything, but that uh, I've heard of Kintargo, at least. Uh, Matt has. So it's... Um, can I also make a society check to see if I was like found any notes about it while I was looking through the bookstore? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I got a 34. Great. So you didn't actually find anything out about Ravnal, but you did come across some notes um, about the Scarlet Triad in general. Okay. You know that they are based in a structure called the Red Pyramid in the city of Katapesh, and they currently are in good standings with the city's Pact Masters. As a result, the organization 
has the protection and sponsorship of one of the region's largest and most powerful city government. The Scarlet Triad is notoriously private, but you did get the critical success, so you do know that they are located in Katapesh, in the Red Pyramid, and they are considered in good standing. So getting any, anyone to do anything about them is going to be difficult. Correct. Hmm. But Ravnul is different than Katapesh. When everything happened, when the Age of Lost Omens started, with some of the cities, uh, some of the larger kingdoms breaking up, Ravnul is its own place, and Katapesh is somewhere else. Okay. All right. Well, shall I don't want to talk too much in front of these two, actually. Um, Shall we take them to the guard? Mm -hmm. Might as well. Yeah, probably a good idea. Uh, he'll look at the uh, the sneak, and he'll say, "How much were you paid to to kill him?" Uh, fifty gold. Can I make a perception to see if that's bullshit? Sure. Okay. What's your perception DC? My perception DC is twenty eight. Twenty eight. Total and complete bullshit. Okay. Like I uh I appreciate your craft. And your commitment to the bit, but uh, seriously though, what would it take you to to not murder him in his cell? Five gold. All right, Twin Talon will take five gold and tuck it into some pouch. I'm sure there's like a pouch or a pocket somewhere on her her clothing. Oh yeah. He'll just say, consider that contract canceled. Yeah. Fine enough. All right, let's get him out of here. So you escort them to the guard. They look at you and say great they take them in they'll be sentenced as they should and with that we're gonna end it there okay sounds good i just want to say if these people get away or end up dying mysteriously i feel like we should just dedicate part of the citadel as a prison because we gotta believe the goblins will at least throw food at them and not murder them while we're away. Agreed. I may nibble on them, but... But they are food. That's true. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Eye Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape, because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path, are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. 